You know what's interesting? They wanted me to ask all these players about James Harden because okay. we're preparing a, I guess we're preparing a feature for. I just do what I'm told. Uh huh. I mean, I come up with the questions for the rest of it, but they also want everybody that's Harden questions. And some of these guys do not like James Harden, and that came through. Some of them were being very diplomatic. Some of these guys do not like him. I was kind of surprised at how forthright some of them were being. Yeah, like some were like, well, he gets every call from the refs. And I don't want to ruin the feature, so I won't say who, but I think some of ours might wind up on there. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, unless I'm wrong. Anyway. I just want to lie. Is that too much to ask? And if it is, I guess I'm taking my force just to make the mad. Had a lot of time to think with the little time that I had. I got to get this for myself and that's explaining why. I Come on, bro. Hit that fool. Is that Dang too much it. to ask? If it's too much for me to carry, don't worry. I brought Yo, this your boy, Chris J. And you listen to another episode of Threes from the Ring. And when I said we wasn't going to do an episode last week, I lied. So, shout out to y'all for listening. And, uh... While we are watching, uh, while we are recording, we are watching the last and crucial moment of the All-Star game. Uh, shout out to KD because he is hooping right now on these niggas. <laughs> Yo, KD hooping. He hooping like it's a regular game. Like, KD, how he hoop, G. And the All-Star game is like, ooh. I don't think KD has an All-Star MVP yet either. Nah, he don't, but. Yeah. Like, I don't know who to give. Bron comes, Team Bron comes out winning with it. I don't know who to give it to. When yeah. Giannis had 33 points. Insert yeah. that Jordan meme if he loses. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so expect live takes of the last five minutes of this game. Jay, much. Has James Harden hit a step back yet? No, James Harden is horrible in All Star games. I feel bad for thinking he was going to win MVP. I take that back. Yo, Giannis just hit a three. I did. I just saw God help him hit that three. <laughs> Jesus. Literally took the wheel and gave Giannis that three, G. Like, this is Filet. All right, but come on. I'm sorry. I, you know, I get distracted easily. All right, go ahead and introduce yourself, G. That's Trail Sav, man. Out with um, the blood of Dale Demps on my hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forever will, will, will take that W. Um, I just wish he went and got, got darned, uh, you know, fired doing when Mortal Kombat came out so I can put a fatality thing with me and then my favorite fatality on Dale Demps. But, um, <laughs> uh, and shout out to my, shout out to my dude, Pat. Uh, if you're listening, still inspired, my dude. Is this time, Pat? If it's not, I'm sorry. Mm. Yo, I just realized, why the hell does LeBron got Harden out there? He's been mid this whole game. Because Harden's an all-star starter, and yeah. Oh, oh, let's go! Hey, man. Shout out to my boy Kyrie, G. He still got that chemistry with LeBron, G. Yo, shout out to Ben Simmons. He's the reason they back in. Ben Simmons was Simmons playmaking cool. like it's Magic Johnson in the finals, bro. Hey, <laughs> careful. That's, camp- that's Good Tampa. Good defense, KD. Yo, and B thought uh, KD was Al Horford. That's why he uh, turned the ball <laughs> over. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I saw the funny. I forgot to show you, bro. I saw the funniest god darn. Uh, I saw the funniest uh, Photoshop pick. That was a beautiful alley-oop. I saw the funniest uh, Photoshop pick 
of you know the boogie and cat moment, G. Yeah. They I did one of Joel Embiid and Al Horford. G, I saw it, bro. I saw that one, G. I died. I meant to throw it in the group chat, but I forgot, G. I did too, yo. I died, G. <coughs> All right, but in a way, that's uh, that's so. Anyway, so this is my birthday episode. We're recording this on my birthday, so shout out to y'all, uh, showing all the birthday love on the real. Twenty six years old. WWE failed you, though. Yes, it did fail me in a way, but beautiful pay per view. But it failed Chris on his birthday. Yeah, it it failed me because well, I, well, it failed me, but also it was it was still a good pay per view. Like well, let's but, talk about that. I know a lot of podcasts do that since it's so fresh on our mind. Let's just talk about that one first for the WWE yeah. uh, portion yeah, so, of it. Then we can go if you want to go and be in a car because it's still. That match is still fresh on our man. We is. can talk like, about it better than, you know, doing it later. Agreed. Like, I'm going to say this. They gave Kef- Kofi his moment. And honestly, if this is all I'm going to say, this may be a hot take. But if WWE was real, let Kofi and Brian go at it on Mania. If- Yo, th- bro, I have yet to feel that much. Like electricity from a WWE match, and probably since it's probably legit since either f- between when Finn and and, and uh, Rollins did it at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. or when or when Roman went against Brock, just that big match feel, low key that that, that like, cause we you know, I think WWE suffer from having too many smart fans, mm-hmm. and, and since they have to book. I like how Burger King got a double croissant sounds because they know that triple stack out that killing mug. But hmm. uh, like um, like because you know we 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 all WWE had to predict not just for the fans who've been you know watching for twenty some years, but they also have little kids as fans too because they so they booking can't be as you know having you know. I don't want to say too smart, but it has to be something. Now, all ages. That's what you know. Other wrestling companies can't. Other wrestling companies can't do, and that's because they don't have that big of a goddamn fan base. A WWE fan base consists of not only like hardcore wrestling fans, kids, and also a bunch of freaking sponsors who mm-hmm. has kids. So, exactly. um, but the way that I was looking, like, bro, I don't know who's going to win. Is that's probably. That Elimination Chamber match was so good, but really if good. Kofi would have won that, that would have been match of the year. Just because how how lit it, you could have he could have dropped that title right on God darn SmackDown the next the next Friday. Just giving Kofi his moment, defeating the odds in our Elimination Chamber, it's going to be very very hard if you ever going to put the belt back on Kofi, put the belt on Kofi. Period. It's going to be very 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 hard to match that moment. You know, so but that 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 was good. I was because I was a little bit behind, so I was trying to shield y'all kick so I won't be spoiled because y'all was ahead of me. I was trying to shield the goddamn notifications on my phone, and I couldn't do it after goddamn after goddamn uh, extra said I was hurt. I was like, well, yeah, gee, I was because like when he said I was hurt, that's when he left. I was like, in the moment, I was like, during that match, during the match, I was like, okay. They make this really unpredictable. Shout out to the storytelling in that match. But, like, the yeah. moment they were up there, I was like, okay, this is the conclusion here. And whoever yeah. 
And I'm like, if Daniel Bryan falls off, he's going to lose. I mean, Kofi's going to yeah. lose. And I was like... I was... Go ahead, my bad. Yeah, and I was like, the moment that Daniel Bryan <laughs> dropped, and I was like, Kofi, please don't jump off because you don't have an aerial finisher. And I was like... <laughs> And he jumped. I was like, well, he could have did the, he could have did the boom, even though he took away from that Jamaican thing. But you know the boom, boom, oh, boom. Dang, you he went did. way back, G. I, you boom. went way back, G. <laughs> way back. But yeah, he could have did that. But, but G, like it was the great, it was great storytelling because Daniel sold everything, and Kofi made the most of that moment, and. It's tough to say whether it could be replicated again for Mania, because I don't know if they could actually sell this for a month and a half. But yeah, overall, so unless you bring, I was thinking they bring um, Harper, Harper in, like you give what you would call a little rematch. You bring Harper in um, to beat, like to beat down Kofi, have the new day, and them three people feud for that month. And then mm-hmm. have a match saying Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston, no interference, winner takes all. Agreed. Yeah. And, or even just so be it could definitely guarantee like either uh either tag team stays out of the picture, give them a match during Mania, like during a pre show or some shit or something like that. Yeah. Like that um, way that way you just set everything up. I will I will, like if you really have to sell it for people to yeah. believe it, but like it would be a dope way to give Kofi that mania moment. And if you want to give him, possibly give him the belt there, cool. And then let him have a mo- one month run with the belt. Like, yeah. cool. Make him a transitional champ. Exactly. Have like, it's not like going to be a bad Almas thing. Or, um, have a heel like Almas or Samoa Joe to come and take it off of him, you know? Exactly. Uh, so, look at the two MVPs going at it. <laughs> Just like, oh, he almost, Ooh. damn, <laughs> he a Greek freak. Like, look, man, I may win MVP yeah, even if my team that. gets clapped. <laughs> yeah, why, why Kyrie do? Why yo, Kyrie, yo, was that flashback to the phone? <laughs> yo, why, why he do Kyrie like that? G? Why he do Kyrie? Oh, why say, he do um, Kyrie? Like he do Curry want to hit him back with a three on him, but like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he bogus, he bogus is there. Look, KD being KD right there, but yeah. So, but I would say that elimination chamber match as a whole was really good. Like shout out to uh, just shout out to everybody in the match as a whole. Like AJ did had his moments. Randy came in like yeah, I'm about to whoop these niggas asses, and then. It happened. He got eliminated. Because I was scared. I will say this. Two things. If you're ever in a match with Randy Orton, or just if you're ever in a title match in general, if you don't have an aerial finisher, do not hop off the top rope at all in the match. G. You should not do it. Because literally, why anytime do somebody in a match with Randy Orton, and they do anything that involves a rope, that's an instant RKO out of nowhere, Joe. It's an instant RKO out of nowhere. Bro. AJ Styles. He literally grabbed AJ Styles by the neck. <laughs> Braun tried. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, the game over. That's why he shot that. He was like, let me see this. Hey, what? Well, I'm saying. Yo, yo, yo shot this. <laughs> yo, step, step, step. Yo, 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 yo,
Steph was like, hey, right, man, so uh, I'm about to do something real cool. I end the game on this note. And then does Kyrie make yeah. this? Nope. Yo, shout Steph, out to Steph. Steph J. literally jumped it in the F, caught it. He yeah, did what Dennis Smith Jr. couldn't do all uh, yesterday. Man, but Diallo took it right off his hand. Yo, I didn't mm. peep because I didn't watch the dunk contest. My bad, y'all. I didn't peep Diallo put his arm in the hoop after that shit sack dunk. Yeah. That's what I was. I, I, like, yeah. That was cold, I, <laughs> that was like, cold. He, uh, like, not only do you jump over Shaq, you literally did a. Uh, literally did did the Vince Carter dunk, but better. He <laughs> jumped over the, funny the largest thing is, being on earth. The funny but, thing is, Bron still owns the East by winning the All Star game. <laughs> literally came from the <laughs> <laughs> he watched that team, G. Okay, I'm about to tweet that. AD and Clay Thompson, two potential teammates. You know? Oh, let me tweet that on the page. <laughs> LeBron. Um, but back to the uh, elimination chamber. Yeah, I was so scared for Randy to get that Belgium. That's what makes the elimination chamber so good, right? Because you know, like I said, smart fans think Daniel Bryan gonna return. But just to have that sense of, you know, anything can happen in here. Um, seeing Randy Orton come in last, and knowing that Samoa Joe already got kicked out, Which seeing the male walk like a snake, I was like, I don't want him to win. But after he RKO AJ Styles, I was like, cool. That just sets him up for Mania, which would be a fantastic match. But um. And they're gonna mama Durant. But um uh it was a fantastic match. MVP definitely goes to Kofi. It was gonna go to Daniel Bryan because remember Daniel Bryan came in first. Yeah, he he Iron Man. And, and he played he, he came out. Daniel Bryan is so underrated. As not just a wrestler, but as just an entertainer in general. He came out, spit a promo. Of the gods calling him, he said, "I don't want to be a martyr, but like different." Um, uh, what else? Um, but he came in, did what he had, took some mean chops for Samoa Joe. You at least can against Samoa Joe be the heel in the end, but I, I, I hate the fact that Samoa Joe got eliminated early. But I'll let you talk about that. So. Like, overall, like, I'm going to say this about the match. Like, overall about the match. Because, like, I really, uh, like, I'm just still in awe about how good that Elimination Chamber match was. Like, yeah, yeah I'm just in awe about the whole you did. And with that being said, like, Kofi did lead that match as the MVP. And, and like, but, like, the the only disappointment of that match was just Samoa Joe getting eliminated first. That's, that was yeah. my only disappointment. Like, gee, and then get eliminated by uh, God damn it, who uh, y'all eliminated by Jeff? Who was it? No, no y'all eliminated by AJ. Uh, AJ. Right? AJ, yeah, AJ. Farm. yeah, and I was like, God damn it, like, I'm, like, gee, put, all I want is just respect for some old Joe. G. that's all I want. G. that's all I want is yeah. respect for some old Joe. I don't. Like, I hate the fact. Like, I hope they, because I know Samoa Joe is a star. But even sometimes, you know, stars lose their strength. It's going to be hard. If you keep having – he never won a pay-per-view, I think, G. He got a worse record than Bray Wyatt, though. So – Yeah, uh, yeah, he, uh, shit. He, 
So if you continue have drop title after, I mean drop opportunity after opportunity, just please just throw that U.S. title on him, Joe. Just have him choke out our truth for the century. We good, bro. We are good. Dude. Exactly. Uh, I, I, that's all you gotta do. Have him choke out our truth and call him a night, bro. Cause I, I'm tired of it, dude. I just give him a belt. He bring he bring more prestige to that god darn U.S. title mm-hmm. than R. True can. No offense to my nigga uh, Ron, but two seconds ago you was moonwalking with Carmella and bringing a ladder to a god darn Royal Rumble. Well, so we know he moonwalked her to uh, Quay Gray's bedroom. So uh, I hope he wasn't video recording like um, Xavier Woods was. But hey, woo. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, I just hate the fact Samoa Joe was he wasn't the first to go right. Who was the first to go? No, he was Samoa Joe was the first. Um, that's what made that's why I was mad. He was first to go, and Jeff Hardy is barely even like alive, so I just couldn't have him to go. Exactly. Like I don't. That's shout out to the drugs because the drugs. I think the residue of the drugs is the thing that Steph Hardy still going. Jeff Hardy still going, though. Exactly. <laughs> like even though he can't perform a good portion of his moves as smooth as he used to, <laughs> that man literally, literally <laughs> can still perform night every week, which is creepy and scary in itself. So exactly. But I feel like Jeff should have been first to go, but Jeff was. In there the shortest, if I if I recall right, I think mm-hmm. he was in there the shortest, so he got to hold that. But yeah, like Who leaving took that. Jeff out? I believe. Brian? Oh yeah, Brian hit him with the. Uh, yeah, the then knee. Brian hit him with the knee, and then he was out of there. And then, uh, yeah, because Joe left, and Jeff Hardy got eliminated almost quickly afterwards, and then it was just uh, Kofi, Daniel Bryan, AJ for a minute. Yeah, and then uh, that's when Randy Orton came in. Yeah. Was like, oh, oh, yeah, shout out to AJ. AJ. I'm going to say this one thing about AJ. That man was upside down tied to the uh, the turnbuckle for at least like five, six minutes. Mm. Shout out to him because literally that, that takes a lot of effort. <laughs> a lot of effort to literally endure that because uh, I'll be like dizzy, probably passed out from all the uh, – they about to get Greek Freak uh, MVP. Um I think no. I think they just sitting them sad by sad because because Brian right there next to it. Oh, for real? Yeah. Is that oh. two chains? Shout out to two chains, bro. He right in the back, tall as heck. And he said, "Dude, like I think he's six seven. I want to say." Oh, shout out to all the kids uh, getting three hundred fifty k from LeBron. He probably was gonna give him that anyway. So <laughs> win or lose. Mm. Dang, it, come on, Grief. You could have had more black kids. It is in Milwaukee. That's very true as well. <laughs> Let's see here. Yo, gee, Zaire Wade is still hot as hell. <laughs> I'd be mad as hell if I'm MVP and I get a Kia. <laughs> well, that's not kind of smooth, though, G. Come on, man. 
Still, it's a kid. And I'm pretty it, it's a kid that looks like a Range Rover. Yeah, they they probably gonna give it to a home a homie or be like, you know, hey, here you go. The the executive director of Kia Black, yeah, that is a Japanese company, I believe, or Korean company. He might be no, black in Korea. Think Kia, I think he is American made. I don't think so. It's Kia. Honestly, I don't think so. Like you, you see too much Kias. As if like they're American-made cars. That's the thing. You can say, but they 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 want to they want to rely on So of course you have USC. Yeah, but they probably like okay, like Kia's probably yo, KD if, KD stole that from Goddard Dame and yo KD came out of nowhere. He finally won a Finals MVP. I mean, All Star MVP. All Star MVP. Uh, and he, he wins he the uh, MVP. He's the greatest oh, yeah, so MVP. No, yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, he now KD's a a Grand Slam uh, MVP now. He got them all. Dang. Oh yeah, shout out to uh, Anthony Davis. He look like look man. I really gotta go back to goddamn New Orleans this week, man. Anthony <laughs> <laughs> Davis is like, man, look, Brian, what are we doing tonight, man? <laughs> like, what are we doing tonight? <laughs> Yo, all right, but hey, shout out to KD for winning MVP. So, but anyway. Uh, anyway, more on about uh elimination chamber pay per view. Uh, shout out to uh Sh- Sasha and Bailey. I was right. Yeah, you were right. right, even though you was wrong about something else, but you was right. Like fast forward for a second. Yo, when did Carmella and I? I literally answered the phone for my mama, went back, and they weren't in the match no more. <laughs> All right, so, so this is the, so I'm gonna say this. Nia Jackson Tamina was doing that thing. They were whooping everybody ass. <laughs> And then it mm-hmm. happened so fast. So, and this is the only way. If you were to eliminate them, Nia Jax had to get out the picture. So, Nia pulled the uh, the every big person mistake. You uh, you charge at somebody. They duck out the way. And you charge into the pod. And you knock the hell out. And she was knocked yeah. the hell out. She was gone. <laughs> like, she was gone. Yeah. And For then, a bunch of crap, Nia Jax get. On the from the fans, I would say this: she has been taking some of the nastiest bumps for a minute now as a woman. Mm-hmm. And she is taking some nasty. She literally took a six one nine and an RKO on the same like it was, and a super kick. So yep. you know, yo, is that Guy Fieri? <laughs> yo, Guy Fieri about to take take KD to Flavor Town G after the what if what if uh, All Star MVP? Man. But mm. uh, she's been taking some of the. The most nastiest bumps, and I know she got a lot of crap out of fans, but she's still doing her thing. Exactly, and regardless, she's probably the third, fourth, uh, most over woman in, on the brand. Third yeah. or fourth, at least top five, definitely top five. Like over as a heel, uh, in exactly. terms of like being over, over, you know who that is. You know? Exactly, but in terms yeah. of being a heel, she she got it. Even though, like, right yeah. now, I'll say Charlotte, but, like, no matter Charlotte what. Charlotte is on Twitter killing niggas, bro, so. Hey, she doing what she got to do. <laughs> got to say her. But, um, but, yeah, so after uh, Nia Jax ran into the thing, all the women that were in the ring still, they just tagged, they grouped up, beat the hell out of Tamina, which I'm not surprised. <laughs> and they literally got Tamina. They all pinned Tamina. Like they all got on top of each other, hey, and literally, uh, 
and they literally just panther got her up out of there quick and then at first i thought it was like you had to eliminate both people on the tag team to uh to win i mean to get the tag team out but it's just you got to pin one person so it is what it is when it comes to that rule and that's how they got out and honestly i'm not mad at it and it also kind of feels like they're pushing the heck out of mandy rose like, yeah. I don't know where this push is coming from, where they're just making her look a lot stronger than I thought mm-hmm. she is. Uh, but they're really pushing her right now. So, it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what they do with her and uh, her partner from here and all of that. So, but because it looked like, I think Mania is going to be Sasha, uh, Sasha Bailey versus Nia and Tamina. Like, I feel like that makes the most sense. Especially since, yeah. not, especially since uh, well, Nia Jax feels okay. like they didn't get fair. I love Nia know. Jax. I honestly think, and I, I'm cool with Tina, but she moves too stiff for to go against somebody like Sasha and Bailey. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. she moves so stiff that I can't see like Sasha and Bailey doing them, them, them finesse moves with her. Dude. Like you can see as she going up. For the um, the frog, the uh, the snooker thing, the way he murdered his wife, the way he actually going, actually <laughs> going up for that. <laughs> it sucks out the anticipation because it took her like five minutes. It, it didn't take snooker that. It didn't take snooker that long. <laughs> I just she too she too stiff. I I agree, but like I said, if if it's anybody I know that can bring the best out of her, it's Sasha Banks and Bailey. Like especially Sasha. Like Sasha could bring uh, at least an eight out of ten match out of almost anybody. At most, he said at least at most. Adam Tamina is gonna be. It's gonna be hard. I know, like, Tamina but... got about you talk about Roman. Tamina about to get about Samoan drop, big boot, and 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 snicker smash. So I mean splash. So yeah, but no, we call that we call that first degree murder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, but like I said, I feel like it's still gonna be a good match. So. That's what's going to happen because I don't really see, like, at this point, like, I don't see nobody legit trying to stop Nia Jax from winning, at least be- Nia Jax and her team from being number one contenders. So, they're going to, I see them at least feuding, at least for the next couple pay-per-views. Mania Is they about to repeat this? With the All-Star game? Probably. Yeah. They the always f- do. TNT when always, I like. Is they on like, TBS? I'm on TBS. I was I was on huh? TBS watching the players only broadcast because the niggas was entertaining, uh, but yeah they yeah they rerunning it right now so. Um, so, is we gonna what are, what are the um like the interviews and stuff gonna happen at? Probably NBA TV. NBA TV, yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. NBA TV. Yeah, I see inside the NBA on NBA TV, which is weird. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, but yeah, so. I can see that happening, but overall, I feel like the elimination cha- that match was still pretty good, though. Like, wh- 
like for what it was, it was good. Shout out to all the women taking those bumps because, hey, once again, all, that means more mm-hmm. respect to you guys. And yeah. Especially those who literally got uh, bum rushed by Nia Jax because <laughs> we know how mm-hmm. aggressive she can get. So, shout out to y'all. Yeah. And then let's just talk about the, this match that disappointed me, but I'm not surprised deep down in my heart. But also, I want to let Twitter know hold that L because y'all thought y'all was going to get Demon Finn because they saw the. This is the funny thing with Twitter, and you're going to realize as you uh, notice it. People would think you're getting Demon Finn because they look at the uh, the great of the Titantron, and that dictates mm-hmm. whether or not, like, oh, are we going to get the uh, Demon Finn tonight? So, uh, yeah. it's always funny seeing people get their hopes up. I told you so. That Finn was going to win that title. You didn't believe you said on V, you said on TV, yeah. Bobby Lashley can't lose, <laughs> and he lost. Beat the crap out of Leo Rush for that too, but he lost. Did he became a like goddamn hench, but he lost. On T, I'm about to say on TV, and I ain't nobody. Lord, please don't shoot me. Um, <laughs> how? I don't know. WWE. And it's a little, it's a little, you know, neck beers out there who, um, you know, freaking look at Cody Rhodes' pictures in bathrooms and stuff like that. Who's saying this is the AEW effect? And I'm like, the Rhodes and WrestleMania is always lit. So I don't, exactly. I don't say how. Like, yeah, this it's like the Rhodes and WrestleMania and, and around SummerSlam is always lit. So exactly. I don't. I don't see why people saying it's the AEW effect because Finn and Revival and people getting titles. Nigga, R-Truth is still have a title. I don't think he defended it again, though. Me neither. Serious came out more did not get his his rebats. So ain't no AEW effect. There's still some lazy booking with WWE. But Very. they doing all the right things. I barely watched the match because, like, I was working during that match. Um... I remember seeing Leo Rush. Yeah, Finn Balor is short. Leo Rush is short, bro. <laughs> Leo Rush. I did not know. I see why they put my man. Oh, I had him on two or five lap. He's still on two or five lap. But um, but yeah. Uh, it was a t- you tell me because I didn't see the match. So you tell me how good it was. It was whatever. It, like the moment, I only saw the like the last the end of it. And mm. pretty much, it was what I expected. Like with for when they it was it was once I found out it was a handicap match because I didn't know it was a handicap match till today, and I was like, mm-hmm. why? And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, he's about to lose the belt, <laughs> and shout out to Leo Rush because he's gonna take the mm-hmm. pin. And what happened exactly happened. Like Bobby stayed strong. Anytime that Bobby was in the ring, Finn got manhandled. He had a few offense against him, but he mainly got manhandled. But when but Leo Rush got in, not much he can really do. And pretty much Finn got both of them out the ring. He jumped. He leapt over the ropes. Not both of them were down. Bobby Lashley sold it more than anybody else. And Ooh. Leo Rush got slammed. No, wait, he did. What is Finn? He did all the feet. He did the lead up to the coup de grappe. Coup de grappe them. Match over. And I turned it off. And then I happened to turn back and I was like, oh, 
all right, Bobby Lashley is beating this little nigga ass. And <laughs> I'm not mad, but and then where it ends up happening, I was like, oh, okay. So it makes sense <laughs> later that night. Okay. But we'll talk about that shortly. But uh, shout out to uh, that segment of Ronda burying Ruby Riot. And all I'm going to say is this. If you thought Ruby Riot was going to give you an entertaining match with Ronda Rousey, a.k.a. Young Ron Ron, shout out to uh, Becky Lynch, then you really got played, my homeboy. You really played yourself. And you got to hold that at L. Straight up. All right, so, look, Ruby Riot is a fantastic wrestler. Really, really freaking good. Got called up from NXT too early. Really, really early, but uh, uh, what about say? But um, the fact that people I didn't think it was gonna be a complete two move watch, which I think is disrespectful to Ruby Riot because okay. eventually Ronda, Ronda's not gonna be a 10 year vet in WWE, so you have to have people who still are strong after Ronda goes and having Ruby Riot absolutely washed. But Ronda doesn't help. And I don't want to hear, oh, she can go to AD, AEW and have a... There is something worse than Ronda Rousey in AEW. And, and, and that guy is a women's championship. So, so uh, I, I don't know if you know that or not, Chris. But, oh, okay, you laughing now. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, I just... It was okay. One, Charlotte is so much of a heel that she barely get a reaction. And and, and in WWE, that's kind of like a good and bad thing because she. I mean, she hated hated. Um. Uh. Uh. What say? Um. But Becky coming out there being she's so freaking over though. Becky Lynch is so over G. And I would say drawing blood from Ronda. Really helps, even though I hope Becky don't get punished for that. But drawing blood from Ronda really, 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 really helps because smacking her in the face with a crutch is going to bring so much heat to that match and to Becky. It's this, this, this going to be de- decent. Yeah, I agree. Like, that whole, like, pretty much, like, that whole little segment afterwards with uh, with Becky Lynch popping up <laughs> and then beating yeah. Charlotte up was, like, all right, cool. And then Ronda and then uh, Becky, like, go ahead. I'll let you get your swings in, too. And they saying, nope, I'm the man. And beat the daylights out of Ronda. And Ronda trying to guard herself because, like, I feel like Becky was just doing what she would naturally do. And then I feel like Rhonda was like, okay, I got to sell this while so not trying to hurt myself. That's why I feel like she kind of busted herself up on per like on accident because Mm -hmm. she was kind of doing more than she should have to sell it. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you just got to take the bumps and all of that. Like, like we get it. You're the baddest woman out here, but like you kind of got to sell smart instead of just, being like, okay, I gotta defend myself, but I'm also getting smacked here, here, and here. Like, 
that's why I end up bloody for one. But so that's why I don't think she's gonna get in trouble because it's more Rhonda than it was uh, Becky than anything. But like I said, this is further proof that we're getting into triple threat, and pretty much all you people that were heartfelt, sentimental, overreacting, all they're doing is trying to build up a story at this point. They're trying yeah. to build up a story with this scenario. Even though we and they keep it. You said what? Yeah. Now what you say? I was gonna say, and they keep her. <laughs> and they and they keep her uh, strong in the midst of it. So exactly. it's not like um, it's not like uh, how you say um, you know they're just completely not doing anything with her. They're keeping her strong while she's getting beat up. You know, while she's you know faking the injury. And that's the that's the perfect way to do it because um, her eventually getting added to that, eventually getting added to that uh, uh, triple threat is just going to bring a bigger pop. Her since she beat Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair in the main event of WrestleMania is probably only overshadows. Um, I mean, probably is only thing that probably overshadows that is Daniel Bryan versus beating Batista, Triple H, and Randy Orton, beating Evolution in one night. That's the only thing that shadows that. I think, I think even Seth Rollins cashing in and nothing on. If that woman says she beat the undefeated Ronda Rousey, who only took one pin, and that pin was in the tag team match, and, and also beat Charlotte Flair, who has been the most dominant thing we have seen the most dominant woman we have ever seen in the WWE. So it's just, it's just, it's just gonna be awesome. Exactly, it's it's a good build up, and whoever's complaining, like, gee, you, if you really sitting there thinking that they that they just gonna sit there and say no, Becky, you really we're really gonna keep you suspended till after Mania. You really have not been watching wrestling at all, like literally. Like, I don't believe we're going to see Becky Lynch this week, but you got to be foolish if you think we're not going to see Becky Lynch appear two weeks from now on Ric Flair's birthday, and she beats the mm-hmm. daylights out of him, and literally Ric Flair cuts herself to sell it even more. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a collision course. He's going up. He's go, literally going to cut himself, and I'm like, yo, come on, Rick. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, he just. Back <laughs> that too. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's like I don't think they're gonna add her until probably after that happens. Then they're gonna then Charlotte's gonna be like, no, you gotta add add her to the match because this is personal now. It's too personal. That's why I feel like she's not gonna get added this week, but it's gonna be two weeks from now, two three weeks from now. Then. But she's still, like, Becky's still going to be suspended. She's just going to pop up at me. She's going to come back in time for Mania that way. So, but overall, like, shout out to, I consider that more of a segment than anything. Because that match was like, hey, it is what it is. But moving on, uh, then we had Baron Corbin versus, um, Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Which led to <laughs> chaos. 
Hold on. Hold on. Somebody put a gift to Rudy Gobert crying. <laughs> and the caption is that I could have been out here. I could have been out here blocking these dunks. <laughs> 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 oh man! Shout out to Rudy Gobert, G. That man, that man, he could, he could have been out there helping to play defense, G. <laughs> he could have played defense for Greek Freak Steve, G. Goofy. <laughs> but uh, but um, <laughs> but uh, I will say this: um, I did not care one bit of that match. And I hate the fact that the guy himself, literally second to Seth Rollins on Raw, Bump Barnstorm, freaking is a lackey to Baron Corbin, bro. I hate it. 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 Hello? Yeah, I'm, I was just make sure you got it out. I was just yeah, go ahead. I ain't yeah, got no more so, to say. But yeah, so one, I thought it was gonna be a squash match just so we can just get Baron Corbin up out of here. But for me, just the fact that literally the moment it turned to disqualification, I was like, they're gonna do something for Baron Corbin. They're doing something for him, and mm-hmm. that's what's turned to be that they did something. So. Me, honestly, I'm not sure what is going to come out of this, but I have one theory. One theory. Here's my theory. So, pretty much uh, what happened, uh, Baron, uh, our Daytrust boy, Drew McIntyre, came out with Bobby Lashley, Big Lord, and he and they beat the daylight side of uh, Braun Strowman. Then they proceeded to put him through uh, a, a table, double tables at that, and then Baron Corbin pinned them, and then they proceeded to just sit there, taunt Braun Strowman, and Braun Strowman just laid there dead. So, this is what I feel like this is going to lead to. And it's going to be a triple tag team match. I mean, a six-man tag team match. And Braun is either... Braun is going to tag team with a... Potentially face Kevin Owens, because he has... He has to get his revenge on Bobby Lashley. And then they're just going to bring Sami Zayn in just because. Just because. Like, just to have somebody fight Drew McIntyre. I thought Dolph Ziggler, but I think Dolph Ziggler and Braun just, I don't think it's been three months yet. So, you can't three-month rule their uh, rivalry yet. So, um, that's why I feel like it's going to be Sami Zayn. It gives them something to do. And also, you get Kevin Owens and Sammy in Mania. So, that's why I see this coming to be. And just, we're going to see Braun get his ass beat for at least for the next couple weeks. That's just you love to see it. Yeah, because at this point, you it's nothing. You had to find something for Braun to do. And you also had to find something to do for Bobby Lashley. Because that means, for one, we don't know... If he's going to get his rematch. But if he do. It ain't going to make a difference. So shout out to whoever's getting that. Uh, IC belt uh, match against Finn. At Mania. But um. I wouldn't. No nah, I wouldn't say it's going to be Dean. But um. But shout out to whoever's getting that shot. But that's how I see it. Because like. 
I feel like they're just going to end up the Braun versus Baron Corbin fiasco at Mania just so Braun has something to do. That's why. I don't know. You know, fucking careless about Braun Strowman. What, what else happened? I don't even know how yeah, then that's, to say about that, that. That match led into the uh, the, the Elimination Chamber match. The men's match. Yeah, well, it's more a match other than them, was it? I was oh uh the Usos won the uh tag team belts against your uh the greatest puncher of all time Shane McMahon and Miz. Thank God. Two. Shane McMahon doesn't throw a punch. Three. Give Sanity those belts at Mania. Done. That's if they remember Sanity exists. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. So that's it for that's it. Like I don't know if there was anything in the pre-show, but it was only those five matches. <laughs> yeah, like, but it was like they did what they were supposed to do with that pay-per-view. Like the only down point was the Braun versus Corbin match, and that ended with Braun getting his ass beat. So exactly. So anyway, so let's move on to basketball. So, um, let's say this. I'm going to let you have your free moment to give Del Demps them bars because Del Demps got fired. And to just give you a rundown of what led to his firing, we thought he was going to – I thought, me personally, I thought he was going to keep his job going to the offseason. Then they were going to fire or at least let him trade Anthony Davis whop the bam and then start fresh, like clean house, start fresh. By Alvin Gentry, whopped the band. But it seems like it took Anthony Davis to uh, get his petty injury of the week because it's weekly at this point, especially around this time of the season. He had a shoulder contusion, ran into uh, Nerlens Noel, and proceeding after running into Nerlens Noel, he had a shoulder contusion. The man says, no, I am going to get my arm checked at a hospital outside this arena. Me and, him and Rich Paul dipped, said, bye, I'm out of here. And then everybody made a big deal out of it. And I guess the owner, uh, the owner of the Pelicans slash the owner of the Saints, uh, she, she and who's a woman, by the way, she was angry. She was very angry where I would say this. The world can see what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. <laughs> yes, man. It's, this is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. And then we got a notification on our phone said, hey, Dale Dimps has been fired because not because he did his job by keeping Anthony Davis just so he can hear the Celtics offer not Jason Tatum, but because he let Anthony Davis walk out the arena from with an injury and said, I'm not letting you niggas look at me. I'm going to let some random voodoo doctor out here in NOLA look at me. And also it's Mar Mardi Gras. I rather I rather just chill. Me and Rich Paul about to look, go look at some women flash flash and throw our beads. So, shout out to them. But besides the fact, Dev Demps got fired because of it, and for what I'm hearing, New Orleans is looking for a gym 
who's going to get Anthony Davis cleaned up out of here. And all I feel like this totally changes the momentum of what New Orleans had which of leverage because now if I'm the Lakers, I'm like, I don't got to deal with him no more. I might get somebody inexperienced. Oh, cool. I don't have to trade everybody. So this makes it even better. But I feel like at this point, this further confirms that the Lakers is going to get Anthony Davis this offseason. And it's just at this point, it's just a matter of when instead of if it's going to happen. I'll let you have your bars now. <coughs> Hold on. Oh, no, 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 yes, no. We, yes, we, yeah, yes. We lied. Yeah. Okay, so I ain't gonna curse. Exactly. In honor of my man, my man's Michael. I remember this name, Michael. Uh, my man's Michael. I ain't gonna curse, and I'm done cursing on this stuff, man. But I'm tired of being humble, and I'm tired of being low key. Cause guess what? I told you, nigga. So I told you, niggas, he was gonna get fired. I told you. Now I got that nigga spying like Sub Zero. I, 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 it is awesome. It was a, a, a glorious day seeing him. Because it's not me so much of being a LeBron fan. I'm a fan of LeBron. It's not so much of being a, the current team LeBron is on fan. Because I, I, I do join that bandwagon as well. But it's so much of you not letting, you having that mentality of, oh, I'm going to troll the league and not let Anthony Davis go anywhere. <laughs> Now your checks ain't going nowhere because you ain't got none. Ain't nobody going hire my man. Who you going to be a general manager of a goddamn high school football, a.k.a. you're going to be cleaning helmets. Like, I'm not going to – I, I, it is beautiful. It was it, – it's beautiful to see you fire to offer something dumb. The best thing I'm going to remember for is hanging up the phone on Magic John, and you better pray that you got you a good one because when you call your wife to say I'm sad, she probably hang up the phone on you and take the kids. Take the kids, my nigga dimps. Your first name is Dale. All right? We're going to get that out the way. We're going to get that out the way right now. Your first name is Dale. Respects to Dale Curry, though. But your first name is Dale. You already you already not put in a good situation. Then your last name was Dimps. Dimps. Just finish it off the... Just like your career. <laughs> I don't even know if he was there. If he was, nobody remember. Just like your son's career. It's over. It, it, it just, it's over. You failed. And it's amazing to see. And it's amazing. Me and my dog right here chilling. Me and my dog, she, my little pit bull puppy. She sleep. Just like how you slept on your job. <laughs> Thought he was going, it was all good, and then he picked up the phone. No, just like you slept on your job, and I'm laughing, just like Maddie Johnson. And you couldn't have had the cure. The fact that you had the cure in your grabs, all you had to do was give away these days. You turned down one of the rising stars in the league in Cal Kumas, which is right now averaging 19 points. That's more than, that's more than Jason Taylor. That's he more than 35 in the uh, Rise of Stars game and did decent in the uh in the he skill was also, challenge. Wasn't he? No, never mind. Don't no, about to say. But um, he 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 he's a bona fide scorer. Also, 
what, what was that game? Because Lil Walton don't know how to manage rotations that he took him out like in nine minutes. But absolutely showed the Lakers is why he the biggest asset that they have. And that why he should be kept to an extent. But against Philly. Yeah. You turned that down. Also turn it down Lonzo, which shows that Lonzo is a key piece for Lakers because they're they're last in defense. And when he was with the Lakers, I believe they was top five. So you turned down that one, Lonzo. You turned down draft picks. That would have been Decent draft picks are better than nothing. The only good draft pick that was out there was the Miami Heat draft pick. And that went to L.A. They probably used that to get you anyway, man. That's neither here nor there. You did all of that. And you lost your job because you didn't want to deal with the Lakers. And you listened to Agent Popovich. Popovich don't care about your job. He ain't going to hire you. They I think he is technically the GM. They just give the other dude a job just because. Like, he ain't going to give you no job. You you suck, Dale Dimps. I will never have to hear your name ever again. Thank you, unless you're going to pull up on me. And to that, I'm saying it right now, Dale Dimps don't pull up on me. If you ever hear this. <laughs> but I, I'm just pure joy when that, when that I said yes. At my job, loud attack. People actually was something like, Dale Dempsey got fired. <laughs> Best thing that happened to me all of this. It was awesome, Dale Dempsey. Uh, thank you, actually, because you brought joy. You brought joy to me when I was. And I usually work with a meme mug, and I was smiling for the rest of the day. Thank you, Dale Dempsey. I appreciate it. Um, it, it, it felt like I won a Grammy, it felt like I won an MVP. And also, you got fired. And I said you was. A little bit sooner, but you got fired. So, thank God. So, yeah. I have nothing to say. Like, he played himself at the end of the day. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. because to me, this, in a way, okay, this is my thing. For one, if it took Anthony Davis to leave the arena for that to be the final straw for Deb Dent's job, I feel like ownership and this is this is just from seeing how the Timberwolves handled the Jimmy Butler situation with how their owner legit said, get him out of here. I feel like ownership wanted Dale Demps to do the trade now than later because of the fact that they were like, they're like, okay, protect the man. And then not only did he not get protected, the man, even though it was a petty shoulder injury, he just played the all-star game on top of it. But but it's the fact that he got hurt. And not only did he get hurt, he didn't even want to bother going to our doctors. They left the arena with his He left the arena with his agent. And I was the final straw for you to lose your job? To me, that means ownership, even though they was they wasn't outright like uh the Timberwolves owner, that means in my book, we wanted him out. You decided to wait. You told us you're gonna get it done, but you, you wanted us to wait. So in my book, it means you was being a butthole from jump. Cause you wanted to do it the Spurs way. 
Well, guess what? Dev Dips, you can't do it the Spurs way, G. Because guess what? You're not the Spurs. Where's your championships at, my guy? Where's the rings? You. It's like, look, Pop, you my guy. But you can't give championship advice to an organization that doesn't even have a conference finals. They don't. They don't. So this is my thing. Pop, I'm all for you saying, like, if this was, like, maybe the Jazz and Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert said, I went out. Okay, yeah. Tell the gym, F you. Don't, don't, don't do it. But this is the Pelicans. Come on now, man. He's going to leave either way. So this is my thing. And this is why I give Pop, like, 30% of the blame. You told the man not to work with the Lakers and he listened and now he's fired because ownership clearly wanted him out he clearly they wanted Anthony Davis situation out they were like okay look we'll rebuild get something for him look they probably knew Magic was about to call and they probably knew Magic is literally not the best GM and he was going to literally throw everything at the table but it was like we're getting a lot at the end of the day. Like, like, gee, you lost your job because you listened to another man who don't work for your organization. If anything, that's a rival organization. I think y'all in the same division. So that makes it even worse on the fact that you took the advice of a coach in a rival division who probably slaps you and probably have swept y'all by now at this point in the uh, season series. So you listen to that man, but not your ownership, the people who actually write your checks. I want you to think about that. Like that's like me listening to day trail on how to do stuff at my, at my department at the job. Like, mm -hmm. like that's like me taking, telling him what, well, I actually, well, I could actually tell you how to clean up, but not at that because I ran the thing at the church. But still, I'm not qualified to tell you how to do it there because it's two different things of cleaning. But regardless of the fact, you listen to a man at a rival organization and you literally took his advice instead of the people who sign your checks. Because to me, they're just outright telling me they want him out. They want him out. And then they outright say, we're going to be aggressive and getting him out this offseason. Like, they they literally mm -hmm. said, we want a GM who's going to get him out of here. So, good luck to Danny Ferry. Good luck. <laughs> because you couldn't even get LeBron help. I'll never forget that you got that man, Antoine Jameson, instead of Amari Stoudemire. I will never forget that, G. LeBron could have at least beat Boston with Amari Stoudemire with a bad knee. Well, his knees wasn't bad yet. But, like, literally, you would have had at least a good chance of making the finals that year. A good chance of making the finals that year. But that's another story in itself. But my whole point in all of this is Dale Demps did this to himself. You took the Boston bait. And also, shout out to everybody that believed Anthony Davis during when he said, oh, I'm interested in all 29 teams. Nah. Knowing that man lying. That's why Rich Paul like turned around in the background and said, uh, 29? 
bro, it's only one, and it's L.A. <laughs> Lakers, be specific. So, <laughs> you played yourself, boss. But the fact of the matter is, in all of this, Anthony Davis is gone this offseason. Guaranteed. There's no way he's staying. There's no way. So, all I'm going to say is this offseason is about to be busting. Yeah. And also, hold that goddamn L, Dell Dimps, because everybody at this point is going to win. The Pelicans is going to get some young pieces for somebody. And on top of it all, and the Lakers are going to win because they they're going to get Anthony Davis for a lot less. A lot less. Because you got to get him out at that point. You have to. You have to. And if, and if Boston ain't offering Jason Tatum, then who do I want? Not exactly. I'm not taking Gordon Hayward. I'm sorry. That contract is stupid. So that means you're stuck with Gordon Hayward's contract on top of Drew Holiday's contract. Yeah, so, no. Yeah, this is, you, you just walked yourself into a, uh, a L. A huge one. Because, like, at the end of the day, everybody, everybody, all parties involved, but Dale Demps is winning. Because, in a way, whether the Lakers get Anthony Davis this offseason or not, they're getting him in 2020. That's getting goddamn T. And, yeah. and honestly, on top of that as well, if the Lakers wait till 2020 and they could still get a all-star level player, and then all you, and you get to keep Anthony Davis without having to give up any young pieces, perfect. In the perfect, that's the perfect world in, in their eyes. But also, but if you get if you get Anthony Davis without having to get rid of all your young pieces, you just may have to get rid of two of the four that's left. Then perfect, great, amazing, beautiful. Because literally, with it being the off season, like all the one year contracts is going to be gone, but. That's the beauty of signing trades. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the per- beauty of signing trade. Like, okay, I don't know if you can sign and trade multiple players, but I'll be like, all right, okay, uh, we're about to give KCP. We're going to re up you again, and uh, Rondo. We're going to re up you, uh, and buy Ingram, and yeah, buy. And Pelicans have the option of saying Ingram, uh, would Ingram. Uh, we're going to uh, give you all that money in the world because uh, he's going to be a restricted free agent next season. So they're going to have to pay him. Honestly, you got to keep him. You have to. You got to keep him. And then <laughs> I'm also going to look at it in the sense of like by heart, by Josh Hart. If, if I'm the Lakers, you hope that Ingram does kind of outshines Kuzma to extent because up that nigga's value as much as you can. Yeah. This is the perfect thing that everybody's there now. Because you, everybody gets a chance to up their value. But at the same time, I, the Lake, if anybody's winning above all, it's got dang Lonzo Ball. He's showing his value. And all you people that said, oh, they could trade uh, Lonzo and they're going to be even better, guess what? The Knicks can't play defense without him. So hold that to got dang L. But... Besides the fact in that the Lakers is going to win because they may have to give up less or none at all. Hold that. Anthony Davis wins because he's getting out of New Orleans. You said what? They might, be just, they might just give up two. Josh Harden probably like Cal Kuzma, right? 
Yeah, and even if you lose Kuzma, honestly, Anthony Davis could reproduce Kuzma's scoring. So exactly. So you might lose that. And Kuzma playing like this just ups his value more than Jason Tatum does. And I exactly. think Danny Age will don't be stupid and trade Jason Tatum, especially trade Jason Tatum if you don't keep Kyrie. But if you keep Kyrie, don't trade Jason Tatum. And yes, honestly, yes. this is another not to cut you off. If mm-hmm. I feel like Boston necessarily isn't scared of losing Kyrie because they know regardless we're gonna play, we're gonna we know where we at with with Kyrie and without Kyrie. We're a good playoff team. We're a good team with or without Kyrie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, the same damn team. It's just Kyrie scores more. <laughs> Kyrie's really good. Kyrie, on that team, I, man, look, that's all I got to say. I, I'm a big fan of Kyrie. I just hate him. You know, sometimes he's so, um, whatchamacallit. Uh, oh, he's so, like, you know, he, you know, what's the word? I use that word a lot, too. Um, his ego gets in the way of a lot of things. I hear you. So, um, his, um, but Kyrie as a player, just so much finesse, so much, every, really, really good. Also, um, you just, if I'm, if I'm, um, whatchamacallit, if I'm, I'm only teams I listen to is the Lakers, LA Clippers, and the Knicks. Not listening to nobody else. Knicks got the Zion pick. And LA Clippers got Kevin the, Knox. the Heat pick. And Kevin Knox. Uh, what's McCall got the Heat pick. And the Lakers got the best asset. Because Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward. Terry Rozier's not the picture I don't care. this offseason. No, nah, they're going to do probably. They can do a Saturn trade before, you know. You could, but. But it's also on other teams. Because they can offer – ain't nobody going to offer more than what, you know, if they believe in Terry Wilson. There are people who believe in him. Like, the Magic's out the picture now because they got uh, faults. So, you're not about to put them in another position. You want to – for one, if you want to help folks, if you're the Magic, you want to give them confidence. You don't bring in Terry Rozier to bring them confidence. So – you want to? I think they're not going to be in the Terry Rozier running, honestly. Mm. But I don't know where he can go. I got to look at who needs a point guard, which is not a lot of teams. Yeah, I don't know where he can go either, but, you know, you can always use uh, the Suns. But the Suns going to have a top draft pick, so they probably get the boy from Duke. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh uh, the the point guard, right? Um, the forget he's the, the forget. Uh, uh Reddit, Red Redis, is it red? Cameron Red, it's Red something. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of it. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Oh, God, I, it just slipped my mind again. But regardless, we people know who we're talking about. But yeah, like yeah. he's obviously. Cam Reddish. You're right. You're there right. we go. Cam Reddish. There we go. So, but yeah, like if like he's the option. But if you want, if the Suns want to go cheap, but if you, and even then, like the Suns need more of a balanced type point guard, a dude who can get 
like bring the ball up and pass and score. Like more like more balance, not a scoring type. And Terry Rozier is a scoring type. So like you don't necessarily need that, honestly. That's just how I'm looking at it. I wouldn't yeah, be shocked uh, if uh, he ends up in Miami. Who, Cam Reddish? No, uh, or, Rozier. Yeah. Like, he just seems like he enjoy Miami. He seems like a he seems like a modern day Miami Heat type player, hard working, tough guy, but he can actually score. That's the thing. So, because I feel like Gordon Drogic is gonna get flipped. But that's just how I look at it. But regardless of the fact, like the Celtics, I feel like it would be foolish to even think about trading Tatum because. With or without Kyrie, I feel like with Tatum, you're going to be good. And I feel like you're, if you're in New Orleans, I'm not taking Gordon Hayward's contract. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm stuck with that. Like, I'm not about to be stuck with an inconsistent Gordon Hayward for another three years on a max deal on top of having got dang on uh, Drew Holiday's contract. I'm not. I'm sorry. That's bad business in my book. That's very bad, 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 bad business. So I'm not doing that. But this is gonna be a very fun off season, by the way. So, um, I'm just gonna. This just came to my mind, but we're gonna have to do a lot more between me and you. A lot more college basketball watching whenever possible. Oh crap! I, I know, G. I know. I know, but I just. We need to be able to talk about these players in the draft outside of Duke. <laughs> and like I I know about Jay Morant. But everybody but like honestly, but um <laughs> some dudes just, will drop fifty from the ACC or something like that, bro. ACC is the conference that Duke is in. Duke, uh North Carolina and uh Virginia, Louisville. See, like I know my I, me myself, I know I have to watch more. Like this, this is also the best time to watch because all the uh the best conference games is happening, and then teams gotta play for the, uh term tournament uh seeds as well. So this is the best time, honestly, to watch. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so but I I'll help in that aspect. So that way you just know whether a game is worth watching. But um, so that way by summertime we have something to talk about during the draft. Um. Yeah. Anyway, but what else happened this week? Oh, let's talk about the beginning of the podcast. So, if you was listening to the podcast in regards to the intro, Brian Winworth said during a podcast that he's doing him and some other writers is working on a feature based on James Harden, where players, where he realized a lot of players are not fans of James Harden, which is something I kind of me myself personally felt because of how James Harden plays. Like, I'm sure he's respected and all of that, but when you hear the term, his peers don't really like him much. And, like, you got to, in a way, look at it in the sense of be like, damn. <laughs> Especially after they gave the man MVP because I know the players have a fair share of vote when it comes to that. So, it's interesting that this was said and brought up and it's going to be interesting to see when it finally comes out if they say names 
and me myself, I hope they say names because I'm interested in knowing who said it and I also want to know the tone as well on top of it. Like, I want to know, like, why they feel the way that they feel instead of mm-hmm. just like yeah, I so-and-so said one anonymously. Said, one, person said, one person said the whole refs thing, so we know which, that's one reason. Which I'm not surprised. Come on now. It, like, come on. But I'm very curious. I wouldn't be surprised at some Warriors players, honestly. Even though they always beat the daylights out of James Harden. But it's always, I'm I'm sure some Warriors players that were very vocal. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, like. You know, Brandon Ingram said he didn't care give a crap about him. Uh, no, I'm not surprised. Brandon Ingram, I, would, I can tell, legit don't like the guy. I would be surprised if um, if just a whole bunch of people who, you know, how you say, you know, just don't um, uh, 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 just don't like the how the media treats them as well, and to an extent. Like people who let me, say, let me say, like if you looking out on the outside, is somebody like Paul George, right? Remember last year when uh, Westbrook was averaging? I mean, two years ago when Westbrook got his, he was averaging a triple double, mm-hmm. and they asked um, James Harden, how did he feel about you know Westbrook and him in the MVP odds or something like that? And James Harden was feeling, well, you know, it's about wins though, and in the sense of that Rockets team, low key is trash, and to to his matter, like yeah, they're winning with him because he's doing such a great job, or just because he got tracks a double team, all he got to do is just throw the ball to somebody else, and they just got to make the shot. But it's I don't know how to say. It. I I think it's you know I don't know how to say it. It's I think it's just more of like not only the favoritism from the rest, but the favoritism from the media too. They they love the man, and he getting he's literally if James Harden scores the two worst thirty point game, like the sixty points in Madison Square Garden, that sixty point was literally dang near twenty five free throw. That's nothing. Of course you're gonna grab sixty when you go score like him if you're getting twenty five free throws. And so I I think it's mostly just that, just how much he's about to win MVP off of, eh, just because he averaged thirty. So um, yeah, yeah, like it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that this is coming out now, but I hope this article drops soon because it's going to give a lot of talk, and I hope it. Yeah. Drops before the season starts back because I think it's still uh, games don't start back up until Wednesday. I think. Let me see. Let me check this real quick. Let's see. When do bas- we get basketball again? February twenty first. Damn, these things get a whole five, de- four days off. Shout out to them. But um, but yeah, I hope it comes out before that, just for chaos purposes. Because at this point, like, it's it's 
talking. It's a talking point, and I just want to see some, some of them argue on first take on something else besides false narratives that the Lakers is not making the playoffs. Which, if you think is going to happen, I have a very very huge condo out in uh the swamps of New Orleans that I want to sell you. <laughs> If you think the Lakers not making the playoffs, like you're foolish. But um, I feel like there's that's it. Is there anything else we really need to hit? Topics? Uh, not really. Um, shout out to the first half of basketball and us covering the first half of basketball. The threes of the ring. Mm. Um, it's been amazing so far. Uh, shout out to wrestling getting into the road of WrestleMania. Really, really exciting. Like I said, WWE was in a bag this elimination chamber. The only thing sad about the elimination chamber is Samoa Joe getting eliminated first. Um I love I will say this, I love the appreciation Kofi Kingston is getting right now. Agree. Everybody is loving this man. So I love it. So um yo, Kane Velasquez got knocked out in forty five seconds. <laughs> That's what I gotta say. He got beat by Francis Nugano. Day. I'll never forget when Kane Velasquez yeah. got Brock Lesnar out, the, out, out of here, G. That they was were showing that on, yo, Kane Velasquez might retire. He just came back of a, like an absence. Mm. But, yeah, let me see if I can find this. Uh, what is this? Fight night. Oh, then he Somebody got knocked out on a fight night, too? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, got a fight night. Mm. Hold I wonder. Three minutes. Dang, Kane Ken- Velasquez. Hope you're okay. Francis Nagano versus Stipe, too. Let's go. Mm. Yeah. He got KO'd. Mm. That's unfortunate. But he got to hold that. Shout out to Kane Velasquez. It's probably your time to take that seat and just maybe you could join ESPN and be a UFC analyst. I don't know. Find something to do because maybe it's time for you to go. But it is what it is. It's sad you had your moment. Like every UFC heavyweight, you have probably a good one year of dominance and then <laughs> and then you fade away. That's literally injuries like, mess up a lot of people. I agree. Yeah, especially the heavyweights because like heavy, like I feel like Brock Lesnar had the longest run as a heavyweight. Like he had a good two, three year run, and now nah, not with the belt, just him as a star. Yeah, with the belt, yeah. nobody defended it. It's crazy the fact that with the belt, Stipe has the the record for defending a title, which is like three, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think Rock Lesnar has. He probably defended it once. I think Shane Carwin, and probably he got it from Dos Santos, defending against Shane Carwin. And Frank Mir. So, yeah, I think it was. He probably defended it twice. So, the record probably is four. But, yeah, Stipe, Stipe has the record for defending belts. And, um, yeah, the heavyweights, literally, one wrong thing with a heavyweight, and you just out the picture regardless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just crazy. But, yeah, shout out to that. And that John Jones, the card is stacked. We might have to find a way to get that, Joe. That card is stacked, bro. Like that—that's probably one of the best cards of this year so far. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, 
So, that's interesting. But I feel like that's it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, appreciate you guys on the real. Like, we literally, like, first half of the NBA was lit. Wrestling is picking up. So, I'm looking forward to, like, the, I would say it's, like, most teams got, like, 25 to, like, 28 games of NBA regular season left. So, it's going to be interesting, especially because this is the playoff chase. And the West is literally as tight as it was last year. Um, but that's going to be interesting. And then just seeing how the top three of the East is going to look as well. Because, like, I feel like it's going to be interesting to see if the Bucks hold on to – because they got the best record in the league right now, I think, now. So mm. it's going to be interesting if they can hold on to that, but also, like, hold on to the top spot. Because, like, the Raptors and I feel like Philly is going to get into that top three. I strongly feel Philly is going to get in that top three, and uh, it's going to be interesting. So, it's a lot of storylines, and of course, the what if Lakers storyline that people are making. But, like I said, I have a, a huge, very big condominium uh, out in a swamps of New Orleans to sell you if you think the Lakers is not about to make the playoffs. So, but, but yeah, so we got a lot to talk about, and hope you guys continue to listen, like, share the podcast and all that good stuff. Follow the Threes from the Ring podcast, I mean, uh, Threes from the Ring Twitter page as well. And once again, we hopefully we will be on iTunes very, very soon. We're waiting yes. on Extra to do the cover art. So, if you listen to Extra, we need that cover art, my guy. But, um... But yeah, once again, we appreciate you guys for listening. Please, 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 if you're listening to this, share with your homeboys who like basketball. If, listen, if you're listening you love wrestling, share it with your homeboys. But if you like both, share it to somebody regardless. So, but on the real, appreciate you guys. Continue to support. Uh, we'll only get as big as you guys allow us to get big because we do it for you guys, but... We want to do it for everybody. That's the thing. So, but appreciate you guys for listening. Peace. Avita Zay.